The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball TFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Apatria, here with my good buddy, Keith. You guys know what that means. It's a wonderful Wednesday. We're here to break down this nine-game slate. It is May 5th. Keith, how was your how was your May 4th? Anything Star Wars related happened, but more importantly, man, it's been a whole week out. How's everything? How's how you been? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, there was something Star Wars related today, and since she'll never listen to us, I can uh, probably go ahead and say I got my wife um, a Build-A-Bear, but it was actually the child from The Mandalorian. Uh, so I went ahead and got that from the Build-A-Bear today at the mall and uh, going to give that to her for, for Mother's Day. So she's going to really enjoy it. So uh, may the 4th be with you all, for sure. <laughs> so did you, was it, uh, when you say the child, was it like Baby Yoda? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Most people refer to as Baby Yoda, yeah. <laughs> I know, and I, I watched The Mandalorian. Amazing show. Um, I'm not like a like one of those diehard Star Wars buffs. I, I can appreciate it. I have not seen every single movie that there is. I've seen a lot of the big ones. Uh, probably couldn't recall, I would say, 50% of them. Uh, but listen, that the Mandalorian was fantastic. Once they said Baby Yoda's real name, it kind of took a little bit away from them. I still call him Baby Yoda. Uh, it, it is what it is, but glad you could enjoy it, man. But glad to be here with you. Before we just jump in here, man, before we just tackle this nine-game slate, quick little shout-out to our presenting sponsor over at my bookie. Guys, check them out. If you haven't already, I don't know what you're doing. When you head over there, use the promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. They will match your deposit 50% on up to $1,000. So you put in 1000 bucks, they'll give you $500 for free. It's free money. They're giving it to you. On your initial sign-up, use that promo code HOOPBALL. And you can use it in any way, shape, or form. You can do it, bet it all one night. You can do it in little, you know, short little spurts. Uh, baseball, basketball, you can go do the casino games however you like, however you please. Use that promo code HOOPBALL over there at mybookie.ag. All right, Keith. First game of the night. We have the Boston Celtics traveling to Orlando. Taking on the Magic. No game totals, no spreads right now. So I get to save myself from guessing wrong on which ones we actually have, which ones we don't. Uh, but for the injury report, Jalen Brown ruled out. Tristan Thompson is Questionable for the Magic. Buckle up. Michael Carter-Williams, James Enos, Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac, Chumo Kiki, Otto Porter, Terrence Ross, all ruled out. A lot of bodies, but they're, they're bodies that we've been used to seeing, I guess, ruled out. So I'll pass it over to you. We'll start off with the Celtics team. No Jalen Brown. I guess we could expect a little usage to be divvied up between some other players, but which way are you looking? Yeah, I mean, it's tough to say, uh, you know, if the Celtics blow out the Magic or not. I mean, they're totally capable of it. Um, they've played like crap uh, of late and then kind of come on later in games. So uh, who knows? But uh, if this isn't a blow, obviously, like some Jason Tatum at 10-1 uh, without Jalen Brown. Anytime Jalen Brown hasn't played the last two out of the last three, he scored like 35-plus points. So uh, huge role for him in the offense, obviously. But without Jalen Brown, he gets even more usage. Um, same thing with Kimball Walker at 7-3 seven, seven, and... Uh, 
Marcus Smart at 6-7. I'll go there um, in some GPPs, but I, I think I'm probably staying away from this game in cash because of the the, re- the very real blowout potential. One guy I would look at, though, um, if you're you know trying to try to mine this game for GPPs, uh, Romeo Langford actually got quite a bit of minutes uh, when Jalen Brown didn't play those last two times. So, um, you know, you might be able to look at him. He's, he's bottom in pricing. He doesn't do much when he's in. That's the downside. But uh, if you're, you're looking for a dart throw, uh, I wouldn't mind throwing a dart at him in a GPP. All right. Yeah, listen, I'm kind of right there with you. I think, you know, I don't mind taking a stab at Tatum. I don't, you know, this game definitely has that blow up potential. It definitely has some risk associated. We have nine games total. Do we need to spend up on this one? Probably not. But if you want to get some options in here, I don't mind looking at guys like Tatum. Uh, You know, if you want to take a stab at Kemba at 73, both those guys know that they're going to probably get a few more shot attempts each. Sure. Why not? Uh, I, and I, I like your Langford call. Uh, it's not somebody I was really looking at, but definitely something I'd consider, especially with Fournier. He kind of came out and said he's feeling the lingering effects of COVID. It, it's yeah. a very similar to what Tatum. He said it himself. Yeah. Just doesn't doesn't feel right. Doesn't feel like himself. Uh, he actually said it's heartbreaking. Is his exact words because he doesn't feel like he's been himself since he's been a Celtic, which is he just wants to show his game off. So. Uh, I don't. I don't mind it. You know, knowing that they're going to be thin on the wing, he's probably going to be looking at. I would think at least mid twenties. Orlando side of the ball, though. No Kiki again. We've been seeing Mo Wagner take advantage of that. Mo Bamba coming off of a monster game as well. Who are you looking at over here? Yeah, you, you mentioned Mo Bamba. I do love some Mo Bamba at five three. I mean, um, you know, the Celtics they're going to have Robert Williams for this one, I believe. So, um, you know, a little bit more stout down low against the uh, against the center position, but uh, you generally want to attack him at the center position, anyways. And, and uh, you know, Time Lord's not exactly the most intimidating defender. So, uh, I'll take some uh, Mo Bamba at five three. He can also step outside and hit the hit the three point shot as well. Uh, he just can contribute in so many different ways, blocks, um, all parts of his game. So, uh, I do like that as a, a sneaky play. Um, is it you know chalky? No, not at all. Is it, is it for certain? Not at all. But uh, but I'll take some stabs at him for sure. And then Dwayne Bacon at uh, forty nine hundred. I also like him uh, just at that price range for the amount of uh, volume of shots he's going to get uh, up against the Celtics team. The Celtics have a, kind of a stout defense though, so uh, not looking at them too much. But if I land on them, I'd, I'd enjoy it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Listen, I, I can get down some Obamba uh, fifty three. Not like premier perfect play. Definitely risk associated with, them, like you said, coming off of a big game. Kind of feels like we're almost chasing, but the matchups there, the price tag still fine. He's been outplaying Wendell Carter Jr. in limited minutes, and you know, bottom line, Orlando they they're giving this guy an extended look, something that they probably should have done a while ago. They just never had the opportunity with Vucevic around. So I'm glad to see it. He's a fan. he's one of the their best point per minute producers, the best one they probably have on their team. So as long as he's getting you know 22 to 24 minutes. He's going to pay off the price tag around 5K and 5,500. So I don't, I don't mind taking stabs at him. Other than him, uh, I don't see myself going to too, too much. Maybe RJ Hampton. Uh, the, this dude's just been an absolute pistol the past few games. Uh, could he put together three straight games of 40 plus DK points? Seems a little uh, outlandish. It's a tough matchup to do it in as well. Having to go against the, the defensive backcourt involving Marcus Smart is never a fun thing to do. But at that price tag, 4500 I don't mind taking a couple stabs on it. I just expect myself to be a little under the field. I, I think he's, he's going to draw a lot of ownership. But we'll see. That's it for me, though. You ready to move on to the next one? I'm ready, man. All right. Portland Trailblazers traveling to Cleveland, taking on the Cavaliers. Cavs on the second half of a back-to-back in this one. They played the Suns uh, for Portland. 
Zach Collins ruled out. Damian Lillard is probable. Norman Powell is questionable. We'll start off with Portland here. Start off with the away team. You know, they're getting a Cavs team on the second half of a back-to-back. Cavs likely to, I would assume, maybe rest a couple bodies here. Maybe at least one or two bodies here. But Kevin Love could be uh, looking at some rest. We could see some of the backcourt. Maybe get a night off. But nonetheless, it's not going to be the greatest matchup for them to walk into. Uh, Portland's been playing great basketball. Damian Lillard's just been absolutely hot. I like it. I like the matchup for any of these Blazers guys. It's just not a spot that I want to say is like a home run smash spot for me. If I'm looking at anybody, it would probably be Nurkic, and I might just draw the line there. Gotcha, yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, Portland's just been burying teams. I mean, you know, 30-plus point blowouts, I think it was two or three games. And, um, you know, this Cavs team isn't very good. And like you said, they're coming off a back-to-back, so... Uh, just not a whole lot to like here as far as game environment goes, but uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't mind taking a stab at Dame Lillard in a GPP. He's only 9,400. That can save you a few bucks to to go after some other guys. Um, the other guy I'd look at though is Carmelo Anthony, 3,900, just in an up tempo game, lots of shots to go around. So um, you know, I, I do like him there at that price tag as well. But uh, but like you said, it, you know, the blowout potential is really there. Um, the Cavs just. I mean, they're not really that great. They're not really interested in winning. So, um, you know, if, if Sexton plays, uh, I do like him at 8,100. Uh, just kind of move over to that side of the ball. Um, but uh, and that's only if Garland's out. You know, I'm, I'm assuming Garland's probably more on the doubtful side uh, than he is on the uh, questionable side. And then I like I like some Jetty Osmond also at 5,500 on the Cavs. Um, if Garland's not playing again, you know, he'll slot that starting lineup again. Uh, just put up a big game. Maybe it feels like a Jason, but uh, you know the Blazers uh, are up tempo, and so are the Cavs. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of pace to like in this game, but uh, that, that blow up potential is real. Did you happen to catch um, how many minutes Kevin Love played tonight? I did not know. <laughs> okay, it's, this is something I'm definitely going to just keep an eye on. He usually uh, plays, you know, high 20s minutes in one half of the uh, of a game in a back to back, like you know, 27 to 29. And then the uh, the second half, he's usually floating around the low 20s. So. He managed 33 minutes and 39 seconds tonight. Yeah, then I would probably assume Kevin Love is going to be looking more like at like 22 minutes if he plays in this one, which he should play. He's been playing the back-to-back spot. Jetty uh, Osmond put up 45 minutes, actually, which is kind of crazy to think about. But uh, So I don't know what's going on there. Uh, maybe he rests too. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> and that's that's exactly. It's not like they have a ton of options, though, either right now, especially yeah. when they're talking about on the wing. They don't really have the bodies. They're still missing Delavadova. They're still missing Prince. Larry Nance Jr. is going to be out for a little bit. Garland's been a little hobbled. So they may have no choice but to play these guys. But if they have uh, an option to, I guess, rest anybody, it's going to be guys in the front court that could do it there. They have Dean Wade. They still have, uh, you know, Jared Allen. They still have a couple bodies. Uh, I don't know if Hartenstein will be available for this game, but just something worth noting. I don't. I wouldn't expect him to play much more than 22 or 24 minutes at the most. I'm not really looking at anybody over here on the Cavs. Wouldn't fault you if you wanted to go to a couple of these options. They might be guys I'd look at, you know, as we get closer to lineups locking and we, and we kind of get an idea of who's in, who's out, what kind of starting lineup, how many players are available. Once I know that information, if they only have eight players available, you know, seven players available, yeah, of course, because <laughs> a lot of these calves become options uh, just based on usage and minutes alone. But some, not, not much I'm looking at right now. But we'll move on to the next game. Uh, we just talked about Cleveland facing the Suns. Now we got Phoenix, Cleveland facing the Suns. Yeah, I said that right. Now we got Phoenix, uh, the other team that played on that front end of the back-to-back. They're on the second half of a back-to-back, traveling to Atlanta, taking on the Hawks for the Hawks. 
Well, yeah, Bogdanovich is probable. DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish ruled out. No injury report yet for the Suns, like I said, for, or second half of the back-to-back. Looking at the Suns team, uh, they they needed to play. Uh, you know, as much as, as much as disrespect we just threw on the Cavs, I think we both pretty much <laughs> said they're, they're pretty terrible. Uh, they played a tough game. Uh, they, you know, Phoenix, I think a lot of people, I know me, me personally, I wasn't very on that game. I was expecting this to pretty much be a cakewalk for Phoenix. It'll be a blowout. These guys aren't going to get the minutes, but they played, uh, looking at this matchup, it's probably gonna be what I would assume on paper, be a little bit more competitive than the Cavs. So I'm not just going to assume it's going to be a blowout with that being said, uh, you know, Chris Paul, 7,500 going against the Hawks going against Trey young. I think it's absolutely something that we need to look at. It's something I'll look at. He'd probably be my preferred option and my favorite play on this team. And I want to say Bridges, but I'd be absolutely chasing. I like Bridges in this matchup, but I just don't like it. Him coming off of a big game and probably some ownership being drifting towards his way. I'll probably take a pass and just leave myself with just Chris Paul here. Outside of that, you know, I think I'll find some better options than Booker at eight and for similar price tags. Yeah, I always love CP3. I am on Booker, though, at 8,300. Um, I mean, tonight he uh, he had... 21 points in the first half and um then he went, went and had like six points in the second half but regardless uh he's just been on fire recently and uh you know i think the hawks can, can really get, it's really a juicy matchup for him so uh could see myself taking some stabs at booker but like you said there's there's probably better options out there but um i'm not uh i'm definitely not ruling him out of my player pool the other guy i'm going to add that's uh definitely lower on the price pool is uh, on the price uh list here is Cameron Payne, uh, 3,300. Uh, he's put up 25 or so DK points in the last three in a row. Um, you know, Atlanta Hawks, Trey Young, no defense. Um, you know, I, I like it, man. Um, I like to, uh, have him as a, as a salary saver. I think he's uh, definitely a good value there at just 300 over the, the minimum. It's a good call, especially in time the Suns are on a back-to-back. I mean, if they if mm-hmm. their, their goal right now, if they're playing two straight games, just blow out one of these teams. Yeah, uh, give CP3 and some of these guys a little rest if possible. But yeah, I'm definitely not playing CP3 and campaign in the, in the same no, no, in no. the same lineup. My uh, my narrative, if I play campaign, is that uh, CP3 is going to get like you know 25 to maybe 30 minutes, and then campaign's going to get the rest of those minutes. I like it. I like that call. On the other side of the ball, I'm not looking at absolutely anything over here. So if you have anything, let me know. Uh, but pass. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you can always you can always go trade on, you know. But uh, but yeah, there's just so many better options. I'm 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 a hard pass also. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I would take Lillard. I think Lillard over him. Um, we'll get to probably plenty of names that we could talk about. So we'll just keep going. Next game, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Philadelphia 76ers traveling to Houston, taking on the Rockets for the Rockets. Sterling Brown, Dante Exum, Eric Gordon, David Nwaba, John Wall. DJ Wilson all ruled out. Daniel House Jr. is doubtful. DJ Augustine is questionable for the Sixers. Ferknan Korkmaz is ruled out. He's the only person listed out on the injury report for them. So everybody else should be good to go for what we have right now. But this is a game that we want to, like, if, you know, this is a game early on in the season. We see it on the schedule. We're starring. We want to play. We want to get some Simmons. We want to get some Embiid. We want to get some Harris. And I still do. But if you're talking about a game, you know that you might be a little bit worried to blow out. This is this is one of those games for me. Uh, it's all going to be about how you game script this one. If you think this game's going to stay close, if you think it could stay intact, which we've seen Houston be able to kind of, you know, trade some blows, throw some punches, then yeah, absolutely. Ben Simmons, Harris, Embiid, all three of these guys, absolutely phenomenal plays. Even Seth Curry, 
4K, I think he'd make for a great value play. Uh, if your game script to get a little bit of out of hand, then yeah, you probably want to back off a lot of these guys, maybe get a little Howard shares at 4,200, but you could probably still play Seth Curry at 4K, but for it's all about the game script. And if I'm playing any of these big guys over here, I might want to run it back with somebody over there in Houston. Just my approach, but why don't you let me know what you're doing over here? Yeah, no, I think you're you're spot on, man. Uh, you're definitely you're definitely on it. Um, so for that reason, I'm I'm not looking to spend on those big guys. I'm 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 passing on Embiid. I'm passing on Simmons. I mean, I just watched them play. Uh, the 76ers just played uh, the Bulls, and uh, these guys are going through the motions, which is fine. I mean, they're going to win the game anyways. They're, this is like the fourth easy matchup for the Sixers in a row, and uh, and those guys haven't been exactly you know lighting on fire. So uh, I'll I'll take a pass on those guys. I'll instead I'll you know try to minimize any kind of risk I have here. I'll go Tobias Harris at 6,800. Uh, like you said, Seth Curry, 4K. I think he's uh, in a great spot here. He's hit two two games in a row against some pretty bad uh, opponents where he's hit 35 uh, plus DK points. So uh, I think he's a great value of 4K. And then uh, I'm always going to be interested in some Danny Green. Uh, just uh, the dude hits threes and block shots and, and uh, you know, just the ways that he uh, contributes are just so, so versatile. Um, I'll always have some interest in him. So 3,900, I think is just such a, such a low price. I'm looking his way. Um, you know, does he get a lot of run here? I don't know. Uh, is it a blowout? Maybe, I don't know. So uh, probably, uh, I'd probably go Seth Curry over Danny Green in most scenarios. Yep, I'm right there with you. Danny Green sometimes he he can make you pay just with his steals and blocks. You know, like one of those games he has like four four steals, two blocks. All of a sudden he's putting up 35 DK points. But uh, looking at this Houston side of the ball, they just don't have a lot of bodies. I don't I don't like any of these price tags. I don't want to pay 8900 for Christian Wood going against Joel Embiid. This could easily be one of those matchups where he finds himself in foul trouble pretty quickly. And you know, outside of outside of Wood, they don't really have too much front court depth. They'll probably just be looking at sliding Olenek up to the four. I mean, to the five. And then outside of that, you know, they're without a lot. They're without DJ Wilson. They might do some Kevin Martin Jr. at small ball if they have to. But that's what I mean. If this game gets out of hand, it, it, it very well could very easily as soon as Christian Wood gets you know, two fouls on him in the first quarter. I just don't see how this team can keep it in touch. But those guys like Kevin Martin Jr. Uh, I don't mind taking a stab at him just simply because 3,900, decent GPP play, probably won't have a ton of ownership. And if he plays 24, 25 minutes of just straight garbage time, he could pay off that price tag pretty easily. Outside of that, I, I just can't pay these price tags. You are, yeah, we're 100% seeking this one. KJ is the only guy I have on my list here from the Rockets, uh, 3,900. Uh, I like the price tag. I like the uh, opportunity in case it is a blowout. Uh, this guy's going to skip 30 plus minutes. So um, I'm, I'm definitely leaning hard into the stars and scrubs uh, narrative and, and uh, builds for this, uh, for this slate myself. Cause I see a lot of guys 4k and under that. I wouldn't mind uh, taking stabs at, and I, I, I'm mostly a GPP guy uh, at this point. So uh, yeah, I, I like some KJ. It's kind of hard not to take that approach, I guess, at this point in time during the season and the kind of season that we're having with just so many guys that get, you know, late scratched or, uh, you know, like today we found out, uh, you know, midway through the day after the pricing that two major players for the Hornets ruled out. And then all of a sudden it's just, there's always going to be value on these types of sites where you're going to have the availability to feel pretty good about your value and get two stars. If on almost every given site, any game I'd say that has more than or slate that has any more than six games, pretty easy. Uh, been my approach for most of these as well. 
Yeah, so it's important, and, and uh, if anyone that gets a DFS delivery here with the DFS pass for uh, for Upal, uh, you know, it's important to, to take a look at the standings right now and just to know, you know, who's who's actually in a game that means something, because um, you know you want to play the stars in those games, obviously. And if it's a game where uh, at least one of the teams doesn't really have much to play for, um, probably want to avoid the stars in those games for the most part. I mean, you know, there's always exceptions to the rule, but that's a, a good general way to to approach it at first. Absolutely, great call. All right, my man. Fifth game of the night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Sacramento Kings traveling to Indiana, taking on the Pacers. It's a game involving the Pacers. Uh, Kings play zero defense. I'm assuming that this is going to be like a 190 to 185 game, uh, just based on the Pacers' recent track record uh, with their game totals. These guys have just been absolutely uh, – it's been crazy, just the amount of points that they've been put, able to put on the – 292 points they've scored over the last two games. <laughs> uh, that's that's got to be something. I don't. I, I'm sure it's not a record, but uh, that feels like it feels like All Star Game kind of scoring. So we'll uh, we'll get into the injury report for this game though. Like I said, Pacers defending the home court. Kings traveling to there. Kings on the second half of a back to back, so no injury report for them. But the Pacers, Goga, Malcolm Brogdon, Jeremy Lamb, Edmund Sumner, all questionable. Jakar Sampson, Miles Turner, T.J. Warren. All ruled out. Start off with this Sacramento uh, side of the ball. I think we know where we're pretty much looking without Halliburton, without without Fox, without Barnes. Uh, Bagley, 5,400. I'm going to continue to play him. Second half of a back-to-back doesn't really scare me too, too much. Again, now this guy's playing minutes. It's never a conditioning thing. He didn't hurt his knee. He didn't do anything like that. Hurt his hand uh, or thumb, I think, more specifically. Conditioning should be fine. Back-to-back, he should be fine. So 5,400, I'll continue to play him. Uh, go right back to the well. A guy like DeLon Wright, especially if there's no Brogdon, 5,600. The offense is going to have to flow through this guy. Only other backup point guard that they have really is Kyle Guy. And then one guy that I had a fair amount of shares of because anytime that you know that the chalk is going to go right to DeLon Wright and there's somebody else on that team that you could look at, and it's Terrence Davis at 4,400. Has that small forward eligibility as well. Uh, you should see a significant run at the two. He's playing a decent amount of the two tonight as well. We'll slide over to the three a little bit. Uh, bottom line is just DeLon Wright is going to have to primarily play point guard, and he's probably going to be looking at 35 to 36 minutes there. So that should leave a good amount of minutes open on the wing. And between him and Harkless, these two guys, I think Terrence Davis is the guy I'd rather play, just a better point-per-minute producer, a little younger, a little bit more spry. He's going to get it done in a few different ways. So those are the guys I'm looking at. I'll never fault you if you want to look at Buddy Heald, but I think you already know this, Keith. I don't play Buddy Heald. I, I don't, <laughs> it doesn't matter how many people are out for this team. Uh, I wouldn't fault you if he did. I get it. He should take 30-something shots. Now, realistically, he's going to he's gonna lead the team in shots. He should take close to 20, if not 22, 23. I just don't want to play him. I just expect him to shoot like 6 of 23, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yeah, I just think uh, I do have some – I do have somebody – a lot of buddy healed on interest. <laughs> 7,700, just because of the uh, – uh, ability of this game to go, you know, 140 to 130 or something crazy like that. You know, you just mentioned all the all the points that were scored. I mean, uh, so I do have some some interest in Buddy Heald, but I think you're you're spot on that Delon Wright and Marvin Bagley are probably the the two I'm most excited about to play on the on the on the King side. So um, we're in line there, but uh, but I will be playing some Heald. You you can skip him if you want. That's fine. Uh, you know, hopefully I'll beat you. But uh, no, it's uh, no, I I I, uh, I did. Uh, roster him i think it was like four days ago and he uh, he came through for me in a, in a big win so uh yeah i got some interest there all right, all right. at least you got some you got some wins from him uh, i can't <laughs> remember the last time i've ever played buddy yield in one body that's why i just stopped uh, i blame him uh it's probably the the rest of the poor construction involved with those lineups i made but 
All right. Looking at this Pacers side of the ball, I it's it sounds pretty lame and boring, but I'm going to go back to the well and a lot of these same guys. We're going to have to wait to see what's going on with Brogdon and Sumner. But if both those guys are ruled out again, we can go right back to the well at McConnell at 5,700, especially knowing that there's no Darren Fox playing defense anymore. Uh, this team is a little bit more vulnerable against the point guard. They are already one of the worst teams against any position, let alone point guards, uh, just allowing points in general. But Darren Fox, with his speed, his quickness, He's allowed to cut off lanes, cut off some traffic pretty quickly, get into passing lanes, cause a little bit of problems for point guards, especially if he wants to just press them. Uh, he's one of those point guards that, you know, I remember I, I played basketball. I wasn't very good. I played point guard. If there's ever a guy that just fully pressured me, court, he was getting the ball for me. No doubt about it. I was turning it over. Uh, Fox would be a nightmare. But I'll look at McConnell, 5,700. We know what this guy can do. He can triple-double on any single night. Uh, he's a steals machine. There's so many different ways he can get it done. If he's going to play 30 minutes again, sure, sign me up. And uh, outside of that, Sabonis at 10-6. He's getting up there in price. He's been worth it. As long, if, if Brogdon's out, I'll consider him just because, like I said, I think on the podcast last time, we're going to see them pass out of the post a lot more. We're going to see him try to like flow the offense through Sabonis. And in those cases, he's got a real good chance of triple-doubling. So I'll take stabs at both those guys. I don't think I'll pay the 8800 for Levert or the 7 k for Brissett. And, uh, you know, we can keep McDermott in there at 42. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I think you can take stabs at any of these guys, honestly. Um, but I think uh, I probably have the most interest in Sabonis uh, at 10-6 and in TJ McConnell, like you said, at 5-7. Uh, they just seem the most, um, the most, the safest of, of, of the values. But, uh, I mean, 8,800 for Karis Silver is, is quite a bit. But, you know, as long as Brogdon's out, I mean, he's going to have that usage. I don't know. I think he can. He can maybe hit value there still, but, uh, but why take that risk? I mean, you don't have to. So I agree with you. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not, not again, there's a good reasoning on why you'd play him. He has the upside. He took 28 shots in the last game. Like mm. he, he put up 52 DK points. He could do it. I'm not saying he can't. Uh, I just think there's a guy's maybe a little cheaper that have the same upside or there's guys that, you know, maybe are the same price that have a better floor. Uh, that's the reasons why I'm not playing him. Not that he's a bad play on to the next game. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. Memphis Grizzlies traveling to Minnesota, taking on the Timberwolves in this one. So, for the injury report, if I could grab it, there we go. Jaron Jackson Jr. has already been ruled out. And then for the Timberwolves, Malik Beasley, Jared Culver, both ruled out. Teams are starting to get a little bit healthier, but... Still missing, still missing some bodies. I need JJJ to play every single night. I've been waiting all season for this guy to get out of the court. <laughs> it's one of my favorite young players. Absolutely love this kid. I thought he was the best big man of that draft. Uh, and now Aiden's actually starting to turn around and look pretty good to himself. But definitely a matchup where I think we could just look at everybody in here, man. I'll pass it over to you for the Grizzlies takes. Yeah, yeah, I do think you can probably look at a lot of things here. Um, I've got the most interest in John Morant, 8,300, and, and Jonas Valanciunas, 7,800. So I'm kind of boring in that respect. But um, any team that's ever uh, you know, going against the, the Minnesota Timberwolves, I mean, they get a, a great, juicy matchup. No, not a lot of defense is going to get played. So uh, I got an interest in the top dogs here. Um, I, I think you can probably, like you said, take stabs at other guys. So uh, who, do you, who do you got over there? Pretty much the same thing as you. Uh, I don't mind looking at a couple of these guys. Like I can't go back to the well on Desmond Bain after I just he just won me money uh, at one percent ownership when he shouldn't have. You know, it was actually one of those set up and forget him lineups where you know I was like, ah, you know, maybe Grayson Allen sits. I'm not going to you know adjust it. I'll just put him in there in that lineup, and it ended up working out for me. But uh, I think definitely looking at the two top dogs here is probably the way I'll go. 
But if everybody's starting to get healthy, we're going to see a lot of these guards, Grayson Allen, Melton, Bain. They're going to chop the minutes. Uh, Allen should start, and at 42, we could look at him. Just not a guy that I'm going to be like just immediately gravitating towards now that we have Brooks, Melton, Allen, Desmond Bain, all these guys healthy. There's a lot of minutes to go around between the, the group of the four guys. One of them will probably see 28 to 30. Uh, Brooks are guaranteed. The other two or three, you know, who knows? Melton could be in the doghouse one game. Uh, Grayson Allen could be in the doghouse the next. So I'll probably take passes on the rest of the guys, but uh, I definitely think we can get some guys on the other side of the ball. That's for sure. Who you got? I've got I've definitely got Carl Anthony Towns. Who do you, who do you have besides that? Oh man, I mean I think we can play everybody here. D'Angelo Russell, uh seven uh, K. Absolutely love that price tag for him. Played thirty three minutes in the last game. We've seen him play thirty plus minutes in several games already. Uh the games that he's not playing generally are either getting out of hand or they don't need him. One thing that he's been doing is struggling from deep. Uh he's only hit three of his last twenty five three point shots. This dude is due for a get-right game. He's been just struggling from the field mightily over the last three games in general, let alone just from the three-point land. So uh, this is a good matchup for him. It's a good get-right game for him. He'll probably draw Brooks defensively. And Brooks isn't a slouch necessarily defensively, but it's it's very similar to how I was looking at Kyle Lowry the other day versus the Lakers. And a 7K for a guy that we know has that 50-point upside, he's in the matchup that doesn't scare me off. There's no reason for me not to be interested in him, I guess, is what it is. So... I don't want to go overboard and maybe, you know, by the, by the amount I'm talking about him already at length, people probably think he's going to be my lock-in chalk, got to play a point guard. I'm not saying that. I'm definitely going to have a fair amount of shares of him. Uh, but it's also going to come down to your build. You know, the way that this, some of these stars and scrub slates work, you just might not end up landing on anybody at around 7K. Uh, that just might be the way that your lineup falls. So definitely in play. He's probably going to be my second favorite option. I prefer him over Edwards in this matchup. Um not by a whole lot, but definitely prefer him over him just for four hundred dollars cheaper. Even on a point per uh, outside of point per dollar, I think just by raw points, I prefer him over Edwards too. Carly Anthony Towns very much in play for me as well. Uh, and then even if you want to look at Ricky Rubio at forty five hundred, again he, he's probably going to be playing twenty eight to thirty minutes as well. They're getting, they're finding ways to use these guys creatively alongside of each other. Uh, I don't mind taking a stab at him. He's put up thirty seven DK points in that last one against the Pelicans, forty nine before that. If we're going to be getting those types of games with him playing 30-plus at 45, he's got to be a value play we consider. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, last time I remember we were uh, we were at, at odds at some game. It was the Pelicans game, and uh, and you ended up on top there. So I want to get your thoughts there. I don't have Russell on my on my list. I do have Carl Anthony Towns on there. Um, the, the reasoning for that is just every, anytime I dig into the Memphis Grizzlies defense, I always see things that, that steer me away from them when I'm looking at like prop bets and stuff like that. So um, their, their defense, I think, is a little bit underrated. Rated, so that's what scares me off of them. But uh, I don't mind the Russell play. Not at all. Hey, we, we can't agree everywhere, Keith. You know, we can't. <laughs> be a boring show if we did. That's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. Anything else here? Are you ready to move on? No, I'm ready. <laughs> Three games left. 8 p.m., last of the 8 p.m. games. Washington Wizards traveling to Milwaukee. Milwaukee on the second half of a back-to-back. They took out the Nets. Uh, anytime those two teams face, man, it's just, it's just fireworks. Uh, so no injury report for the Bucks, but for the Wizards, Thomas Bryant, Denny both ruled out. That is it. Everybody else should be good to go. Uh, break it down real quick. Looking at this Wizards team. I expect them to hang in there. I don't expect this to necessarily be a blowout. So for all those reasons, I got to have interest in Russell Westbrook. 11K, he's on the slate. I'm going to play him. It's that simple. I don't need to beat around the bush. This dude just tripled doubles every single night. And I don't know if you're just not playing him on a nightly basis. You're just leaving money on the table. The dude's literally like maybe one out of every five games, he gets you 50. 
and that's his miss. Um, I don't care. I'll, I'll play him, and that's it. I'll, I don't. I don't think I'll need to go to too much else. It's not the greatest matchup, but maybe if they decide they actually want to play their best center, Gafford, uh, a couple more minutes, <laughs> we could actually uh, we could actually play him. He's a great point per minute guy, but I can't trust that this rotation is actually going to get figured out with a week left in the season. Just doesn't make sense with two weeks left in the season. So uh, I don't think I can trust anybody else. Westbrook's just going to see all the stats anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks, I, I, whatever reason, I've just been uh, dissing, disrespecting uh, Russell Westbrook on, on Wednesday slates. And uh, yeah, it's about, it's bit me. That's for sure. So I'm not doing it anymore. Russell Westbrook's firmly, uh, firmly there. I'm going to lock him in. I'm going to play him. Um, you know, he just had the, the third ever uh, 20. 20 rebound, 20 assist game in the, in the NBA. So, uh, in NBA history. So, uh, yeah, th- this guy's just uh, on a crazy historic, historic uh, tear. So, uh, no more sleeping on this guy. 11K, I'll pay it. I'll, I'll eat that price, no problem. Uh, the one guy I will look at, uh, he's 3,600, Davis Bertans. Um, just think that's too low for the amount of uh, shooting ability, offensive ability this guy has. Um, you know, I think it's more of a GPP play than a, than a cash play, of course. He can always throw up up duds but um this is going to be a really fun matchup here it's going to be fast paced so um i do like some davis pretends for sure it's a good call because if yeah we i think we've mentioned it on the pod before where if you attack the box you generally want to try to do it either dead center in the paint with a big that's just going to overpower somebody or if you want to look from the three-point line uh try to avoid some of that trap ball in the middle all right on the other side of the ball Looking at this one, obviously, if we like some Wizards, we're going to want to run it back. We expect this game to be pretty high scoring. Hopefully, some back and forth fireworks with the Bucks on the second half of a back to back. You know, something that we need to keep an eye on what they do if they do decide to rest anybody. Um, I expect them to be pretty much fully healthy, but it is the end of the season. Giannis at 10 9. I prefer Westbrook, but I, I, I'd be shameful if I didn't have at least one or two lineups where I just ran it back with both these guys, Ghost Stars and Scrubs. Hope for the fireworks like you did. Like, I, I did it today. I played Giannis. I played Durant. I, you know, I did it the night before or the game before where they played against each other uh, in that showdown slate. I said, these two guys are just fireworks. When you see two kind of superstars, Giannis and Westbrook, Giannis and Durant, these guys get up for these types of games, these back-and-forth games where it's just the competitive nature of who's the top dog on the court. Uh, I, I want both these guys. If I'm not playing Giannis and I'm playing Westbrook, I don't mind getting shares of Holiday, of Middleton, um, the holiday factor, you know, it gives me some pause when you're looking at paying 11K for Westbrook, seeing what he's able to do. He is one of the league's best perimeter defenders, uh, but it's still Westbrook. Even on nights where he struggles, he, sh- he should be able to get his own. Outside of, you know, the top dogs over here, main three, I don't think I'm really going to be going to too much uh, as far as like DiVincenzo or Brooke Lopez. I just think that we'll have better value already available or that opens up. But again, it's the matchup. If you want to go there, I'm not going to fault you. Yeah, I have, uh, you know, Always, always attack the Wizards. I, those are just, um, I mean, they have supposedly they have a, a better defense than than uh, than what the scores say. But uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's, I, I've read that somewhere on Twitter, but I don't know if I believe that. So I got a better, uh, I got a better jump shot than uh, you know. It looks, uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know how to how to say that, but it, you know, you know, you get what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but no, I've got a lot of interest in Giannis. I, I think running running it back, you know, with with Westbrook Giannis uh, lineup is is really a smart move. Um, I've got some interest in, in Middleton and, and some uh, interest in Holiday. I think of those three, though, I probably have the most interest in Middleton. A uh, eighty two hundred. I just think he's going to get overlooked, and he's you know been putting up really good games against against pretty. Uh, 
lackluster opponents recently. So uh, I do got a lot of interest there. Uh, not as much interest in Drew Holiday, probably. So I probably go Middleton, then then Giannis, then then Drew in my interest levels. But um, but yeah, I think running at least one lineup running one in Westbrook back with uh, with Antetokounmpo is a good move. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's there's going to be points of plenty. I, and it's worth noting uh, in the games where they, the Bucks do play like a very active, very good point guard. Drew Holiday, it's not like he takes a backseat, but it's hard to exert yourself on the both ends of the ball uh, in, in the way that Drew Holiday could. So like, you even see it in games where he goes against Kyrie Irving. He's going to probably be looking at like a low 30s. I think he's averaging about 32 DK points in two matchups against this team early in the season. Uh, Westbrook, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Giannis, it's worth noting, averaging about 73 DK points in, the, in this matchup. So uh, for what that's worth, uh, you know, there's going to be points of plenty, uh, you know, no matter which way it goes. But we'll move on. Next game, only two games left, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. San Antonio Spurs traveling to Utah. Rematch of these two teams just facing off. Rudy Gobert absolutely ate in that one. Nonetheless, Trey Lyles, Derek White both ruled out. For the Jazz, Conley, Donovan Mitchell both ruled out. For me, it's going to be a lot of the same guys I was looking at in the previous matchup when these two teams faced. Don't think I'll go to DeRozan at 83. Wouldn't fault you. He'll probably come close to paying it off, but... You know, anytime a guy's top in 8K, I'm really looking for 45 or 50, especially, you know, that Keith, we're playing in the GPPs. 5X is going to get it done for every single position. We need a little bit more. Uh, and I feel like I'm just comfortably getting close to 5X with DeRozan on most nights. And I just need a little, just a little bit more. Uh, and DeJounte Murray would probably be the guy I look at at 76 if I go anywhere. But most of my love is going to be on the other side of the ball. Yeah, I feel you there. Um, the one guy, um, and I do, I, I think you're spot on there with your assessment there. I think you probably need to stay away from um, from DeMar DeRozan. You know, if people are going to play him, that's fine. But DeJounte Murray's, uh, what, 700 less and, and uh, a better play for GPPs for sure. People are going to overlook DeJounte Murray. So if you want to play somebody in this game, that's the guy to go to. Um, and then I'm also looking, at, I'll add in here, Lonnie Walker, the fourth at 4K. Um, you know, Derek White's out. Uh, they need they need a scoring punch. This guy's capable of, of scoring in bunches. He doesn't really add a lot of other stats, but um, if he's scoring and if he's on, you know, he can put up a 30 to 40 point game. I mean, this guy's got scoring ability of plenty. So, um, and the Jazz are going to be without uh, Conley and without without Donovan Mitchell. So, um, I like the I like the backcourt attacking the Jazz here. Absolutely. And looking at the other side of the ball, uh, I don't mind if you want to play Rudy Gobert, but I'm not going to pay 8,700 for him. Again, just with what we have available, there's going to be other guys I either prefer just to spend up on or just spend down in different spots. Hopefully I end up with a, you know, if Rudy gets me 48 and I pay, you know, 7,500 for a guy that gets me 45, I'm a winner. I'll take that. So that's probably the approach I'll take. Don't mind it if you want to go there, but these guys are priced up because we've seen them play several games now without Conley and without Mitchell. We're not really getting any discounts. We're paying 6,700 for Ingles, 6,800 for Bogdanovich. 73 for Clarkson. I think all these guys are in great spots. I think all of them are great plays, but I don't think that they're going to be optimal plays for me. So I don't want to say like, I don't like any of them, but I don't see myself playing any of them. Yep. I think you're spot on again. The only guy I do have out here on my list here is, is a uh, Bogdanovich, but, but uh, I did, I did have some interest in English, English, English before, uh, but he just let me down a few too many times. He just hasn't been putting up huge lines. He's also, they've also been um, not really, Staying competitive in games, though, you know, it's been they've been blowing people out. So um, tough to tough to really measure. But, uh, yeah, I think I'm probably going to pass on all of them in the end anyways. All right, my friend. Final game of the night, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game. New York Knicks 
traveling to Denver, taking on the Nuggets for the Nuggets. Will Barton, P.J. Dozier, Monte Morris, Jamal Murray, all ruled out. Jokic and Zeke Naji are both probable. For the Knicks and Derlins Noel, Norvin Pell, both questionable. Mitchell Robinson is ruled out. 9 p.m., final game of the night, uh, one of the late game hammers. We're not going to have all the news available, but for me, man, uh, looking at this Knicks team, yeah, I, I think Randall makes for a solid GPP play, if, especially if you think this game, you know, I think it stays competitive. I don't see, I don't expect it to be a necessarily high scoring game, uh, but I think he makes for a good GPP pivot. I don't think a lot of people are going to go to him. I think they're, with all the other options, Westbrook, Giannis, all those, for all those reasons, based on just ownership, you could look at him. He's probably not my optimal cash or single entry type of guy, you know, but he's there. He's going to probably be looking at a solid floor. And anytime you're not thinking you're going to get a good game from Randall, he knows how to prove you wrong. So I'll keep him on my player pool just for those reasons. Outside of that, I don't think I'll be going to too, too much over here, except for the maybe Taj Gibson, if we happen to get that Nerlens Noel news, which we probably won't. So if you're going to play him, play him in that forward or that util spot so you can leave some room for you to adjust in case Noel does play. So that's it for me over here. Yeah, good call on the utils, but I do have a lot of interest in, in Gibson, obviously, if, if Nerlens Noel is out. Um, I mean, who else is going to guard Jokic? Uh, you know, I, I just don't know. It's, it's got to be Taj. So Taj got 33 minutes in that last game uh, when Nerlens had to go out with the injuries. So uh, I like him to get, you know, 30-plus again here as long as he can stay out of foul trouble, which is uh, maybe asking a lot. I don't know. But he's always been a good defensive player, you know, Pac-10 top defensive player. So, um I like it, man. Thirty-seven hundred. I'll, I'll definitely pay that. And, and if you're going to go stars and scrubs, you got to have some scrubs that are going to have some increased opportunities. So I like some Taj. Um, the other guy I have on here, though, I don't have Julius Randle on here. Um, like you said, I think he's a, a fine, a fine play for GPPs. I think a lot of people aren't going to be on him. Always capable of putting up big numbers. Um, I, I personally don't don't really roster him too much, so I just don't have him on here. But the one guy I do have on here uh, is R.J. Barrett at sixty-nine hundred. Uh, I do like rostering him. Uh, you know, he's going to get the probably Michael Porter Jr. defense here, and they don't have Barton, they don't have Dozier, so um, you know, they're, they're just in on the wing, and I just think that uh, there's an opportunity here for, for R.J. Barrett to really step up in a game that the Knicks are, uh, I mean, a lot of people are going to be watching this game. It's got playoff implications. It's going to be a competitive game, so I, I do want to target this game, and I think that's probably the guy I'm looking at the, the hardest. Um, and I think, uh, I think I'd think i be okay rolling him in cash games, too. Can't fault you. On the Nuggets side of the ball, you said it yourself, they're thin on the wing. What do you think happens here? With no Dozier now. Dozier, I mean, he's he's been a significant part of this rotation ever since Jamal Murray went down. He played 22 minutes in that game before he hurt his hip. Uh, he's expected to re- receive an MRI. But, I mean, all the games prior, it's been high 20s, low 30s minutes. Those minutes are going to be up for grab. Michael Porter Jr. is already playing 30-plus, as it is. Mm-hmm. So, for me, um, looking at those minutes, how they're going to get distributed, I expect to see a fair amount of guys like Austin Rivers at 3,400, he's not going to be a great point-per-minute guy, as we know. Any point guard playing with Jokic isn't really playing point guard. But 3,400, he should be looking at 30-plus. And I think Aaron Gordon at 49. Uh, you know, we should see a little bit more of him playing the four. And we might just see Porter primarily playing the three a little bit more. Uh, now they're just going to try to get their best guys on the court. And if they're not going to have these guys for playoffs, they're going to have to test these rotations and see what one works best for them, which ones they have the most success with. And they have it now until the NBA uh, playoffs to figure that out. So I would expect to slowly maybe see a few more minutes for a guy like Aaron Gordon going forward. I, you know what that means? Wait and see. But at 4,900 in a GPP, there's worse stabs you could take on, uh, take on a guy. 
Yeah, I've got Jokic and I've got Gordon here, but you did have me curious, and I kind of I was just taking a look at the at the roster while while you were talking there. Um, what do we think about Shaquille Harrison? I mean, he's three K. He's bottom of the barrel. Uh, this is just GPPs, obviously. This is just if you're going stars and scrubs and you need the extra cash. But um, you know, I, I've watched him play quite a bit. Obviously, he played for the Bulls before. Defensive kind of dynamo. Um, he could. He he's played small forward plenty before so he could slot into bigger minutes he's played about 15 minutes last couple games Um, maybe he gets up to 25 here i don't know um but yeah i think you're probably right that uh, austin rivers probably plays more um but i don't know Shaq Shaq harrison just kind of intrigued me there for a minute uh listen if we know Shaq's getting minutes he's a great point for minute guy Mm -hmm. um that was being said most of that was on the bulls when they had no guys to actually get points (laughs) uh but you know i i wouldn't mind taking a stab at him if we get the news they're starting or Again, if we if we see Denver facing a team that we think the game gets out of hand, absolutely, I can see him playing. You know, mid twenties. I just uh, you know wait and see approach. It's unfortunate that this is the last game of the night, so we won't have those news probably. Uh, but definitely a guy. If you're going to take a random dart throw, you're building multiple lineups. I like that call. I like that call a lot. I mean, I prefer him to play the minutes over Rivers for DFS purposes, but. Um, Bulls have to, I guess, wait and see and kind of see how they react now with the news with Dozier out. Uh, we just saw them make the decision and kind of how they reacted on the fly. Uh, but they've had some time off now. They've had a practice. They might be rolling out something new. So keep an eye on what the lineup looks like. Maybe we have news on it early enough where uh, we're not we're not you know sitting there scrambling last minute. That's another another reason I like um, R.J. Barrett though, on the other side of the ball is if they do slide Aaron Gordon up to that small forward spot, um, I just think you know he, he's better suited as a power forward. I just think he's oh, not absolutely. not quick enough to, to guard someone like an R.J. Barrett. So, um, so that's why I got a lot of interest in R.J. Barrett on the other side, just because of how thin the, the Nuggets are on the wing. But that's about it. <laughs> I, I I want you to be the R.J. Barrett. He's another guy, man. I don't play him too often because I just don't get him right. <laughs> it's something about those shooting guard, small forward, wing combos. I just guess him wrong most times. Uh, I, I just can't do it. But that rounds us out, man. That brings us home. So that brings us to our wonderful player tiers. Player tiers, expensive tier. You know it's getting passed over to you because I'm a gentleman. I always like to let other people go first. That way, uh, you know, what I do with Santino, it just names seven guys and leaves me no one left. But I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you go right here for me. Uh, who's your expensive guy? Uh, see, I'm going to go ahead and just say Russell Westbrook, 10, 11K. Uh, you know, I'm going to say it because um, I've been passing on him and I've been disrespecting him and I want to give him the respect, put some respect on that man's name. Um, he's uh, he's just been incredible. Uh, you know, maybe he puts up a dead here and, and, and proves me wrong, but uh, or, or proves me right, I should say, because <laughs> I've been disrespecting him. But uh, no, he's uh, he, he's great. It's going to be a great matchup. So 11K for Russell Westbrook, that's my uh, expensive tier play. Uh, yep, that probably would have went the way up uh, and the way I went. And I guess I could just take the cop out and just say Giannis. And I kind of want to simply because, like I said, with the way my stars and scrubs and the way my initial builds were looking when I was messing around before we jumped down air, I just wasn't finding myself really living in that in that range where, you know, from Trey Young down to, you know, once you hit that AK mark and that's when I'm starting to consider guys. I'm not really touching that range too much. So, you know, those would be the guys that would be considered the expensive tier outside of the guys over 10K. And I just don't see myself recommending them because I don't see myself playing them. So I'll take the cop out here. I'll just go Giannis because I already said it. I want to try to get some lineups where I have these two guys running back and forth going against each other if possible. Mid-tier, we'll say under 8K. What are you looking at? 
Yeah, I don't know if I landed a lot of these guys since I'm going, going Stars and Scrubs, but if I do end up playing them, uh, you know, we just talked about it, R.J. Barrett, I got some interest there. If there's one guy I'm uh, spending up in a mid-tier to play, I just I just have a feeling, man, you know, no P.J. Dozier, Dozier who? No, no Will Barton, <laughs> and, uh, and Michael Porter Jr. just sucks on defense, so, uh, you know, I, they just have no wings that I think can guard him, and it's not like he's necessarily a, a force of nature on the offensive end, but... Um, I just think he has a, a plus matchup here in, a, in, a lot, in another uh, matchup that's going to be competitive with a lot of playoff implications. I kind of want to. I kind of want to make a little friendly wager on. And uh, again, this is going to sound <laughs> like I absolutely love D'Angelo Russell, but D'Angelo Russell versus R.J. Barrett with only a couple hundred dollars apart. There's, there's only one hundred dollars between those two, so yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to put a little money on that off the uh, off the air here. <laughs> yeah, a little little friendly little friendly wager. I don't know. I, I, like to, I like to spice it up here and there. That way, next week you have something to talk junk to me about. And if I beat you, odds are, dude, I, I probably won't even remember. So you'll be, <laughs> you'll be all set over there, too. Uh, if I had to go, you know, I won't use Russell as the mid-tier. I think, realistically, there's a couple of these guys in the 5K range that I just see myself having more shares of. Uh, I'm just going to say Kings. Um, we'll just leave it there. You know, DeLon Wright and uh, Marvin Bagley, I think both those guys trying to make up my mind over which guy I see myself having more shares. It's going to come down to construction simply as easy as that, uh, depending on where I'm slotting in. But both those guys are extremely viable options. I think I'll play a little bit of both of them. Uh, And then value. Under 5K, I'll pass it over to you. Uh, I'm assuming that Erlen's Noel is going to be out, and I'm going to go Taj Gibson at 3,700. Like I said, they need somebody to, to guard Jokic. Um, I'm just liking this matchup a lot, obviously. So um, Taj, Taji Boy is my guy. He's going to play some defense. He's going to not foul out. <laughs> He's going to uh, guard up that MVP candidate and, uh, and help the Knicks win this game. How about that? I like it. <laughs> I like it. I'm all over Taj. I had some Taj uh, the other night, too. Got the 33 from him. Uh, I'll, I might try to stay on brand. Should I do, I'll just stay with brand, I guess. You know, why, why, you know, defer uh, from my brand? I'll just keep continue saying Kings and Timberwolves, guys. Uh, you know, I already, I just riding that train. I think Terrence Davis, uh, 4,400, is going to be playing that increased role, especially in this back to back. I like him in this matchup. What we're expecting to be a pretty high scoring game. So I'll take some stabs at him, small forward eligibility. And of course, after I just told you not to say multiple people, I'm going to go and do it two times in a row and say Ricky Ruby at 4,500 too. I like both those guys. And that's it, man. That brings us home. So thank you guys for listening. If you have a moment, you can give us a rate and review five stars, thumbs up, subscribe. That way you get the little notification whenever the podcast gets published, you could get that right away. So, you know, uh, whether you want to listen to it the night before on your way to work early thing in the shower, having your coffee, whatever it might be. You will get that, and we really do appreciate it. All the five stars, you know. If maybe maybe we want you, maybe we want you a couple bucks. Maybe you want some money. Uh, shoot us, shoot us, a tweet, leave a review. Let us know how we're doing. If you want to see anything change, if we can do anything better, we want to hear that too. Uh, we wanted to just be able to produce the best podcast for you guys. What's going to help you guys the most? Otherwise, why are we here? What are we doing? But follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Mike Patria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. You can find Keith at Ginsburg Beats, G-1-N-S-B-E-R-G. B3ATS. And that is it, my good friend. Is there anything else you would like to say or leave us with before we get out of here? Uh, I would like to leave you with a uh, saying that I would. No, I'm just kidding. I have nothing. I have nothing. I, I don't have anything, but let's go win some money. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is the buildup. I love it. But yes, I'm with him. Let's, let's go with some money. We'll be back tomorrow. I'll be with Santino. It'll probably be a trade wreck, but you guys will enjoy it. Have a good one, guys. Take care. 
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.